0: Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hello and welcome to episode 34, Six Ingredients for a True Apology. And we all know that in every dynamic of life, whether work, personal, relational, there's plenty of opportunities for mistakes and hurting other people. And it's not easy sometimes to own that, but we need to learn how to apologize. And there's no better place to start than to think about the six ingredients that every apology needs to have, in my opinion, in order for it to be effective. This is something that practice makes perfect, and you're always going to get feedback from people as to whether your apology is working or not. Just keep working at it, and you will get there one of the best quotes in my opinion is Benjamin Franklin. You could always count on him for something great to say. And his line is never ruin an apology with an excuse. And we're going to develop that very much. So it's not easy to make yourself vulnerable and to say, I'm sorry, but it's so rewarding because if you hurt people and you don't apologize, then this allows the hurt to fester. And you're seen as a lot worse of a person than you are. And you're seen as a person that not only hurts someone, but even denies it and refuses to apologize. And I've seen many times where people apologize, but they do such a lousy job apologizing that they're almost doubling down and just blaming the person they hurt and excusing themselves uh, with excuses and only cause even more hurt. There's nothing worse than a hurt and offense and then a botched apology. Now, of course, in relationships, we need to be reasonable. And if someone is coming to apologize to us, we should open up our heart and try to accept it, or at least tell them, you know, I'm not willing... I'm not able to accept it right now, but maybe try me again later. But let's just go through six ingredients that I believe could be developed and put into an apology. And they all start with the letter R, and uh, just arbitrarily, but just so you can remember them. I'm going to read them off, and then I'll go through each one. So, number one, rewind. Number two, remove excuses. Number three, remorse. Number four, responsibility. Number five, repair. And number six, repeat. All right, let's go through them. So you said something stupid at the party and you hurt your spouse's feelings. Or you said something at work, embarrassed your coworker. Or you said something not very thoughtful and your kid's angry at you. So the first thing to do is rewind. So take a little pause and understand what happened. Try to take as much of an outsider perspective as you can. If there are other people around, sometimes you could check in with them. If there weren't, then you could just try to imagine yourself as the other person receiving what you said. We always attribute good intentions to ourselves and a little bit more negative intentions towards others. So kind of reverse that a little bit and just see how they read it and how they felt and how they experienced it. And perhaps even though you had good intentions, that didn't come through or it wasn't expressed or it wasn't appreciated. Maybe it was just bad timing. There's plenty of explanations. Now, we're not going to throw a barrage of explanations because that's also excuses, intellectualizing it. And we're not gonna throw that on the person, but we want to just take a little step back and recognize what happened. So that's the rewind part. Just kind of look at it as objectively as you can and understand what went wrong. Number two is remove the excuses, okay? There's all different types of excuses. I was just responding to you. It's your fault I talked that way. You're just too you know sensitive. There's all types of excuses, or I said what I meant. That's one of the worst ones. Like, I called you fat because you are fat. Or I called you a name because you're acting that way and it's your fault, okay? You're not ready to apologize. And that's okay. You don't have to be ready to apologize. But apology means looking within yourself and being vulnerable, recognizing that, hey, in this relationship, I could be vulnerable and I'm not going to get hurt. And even if I am going to get hurt because they'll take advantage of me, I can protect myself. So being vulnerable is a way that we connect with people. Being stone and not accepting the other person and not being willing to engage with the other person is not going to help bring you guys closer. So remove all the excuses after you've rewound and have thought about what happened to the best of your ability as objectively as possible. You remove all the excuses. There's no excuse. There's just, these are the pure unadulterated words that I said, and I understand how they rub the wrong way. Okay. So the next thing is to have remorse. This is very interesting. There's a lot of studies that uh, people, remorse is actually twofold. People want to hear an apology that includes two parts of remorse. One of them is that, hey, you know, you insulted me, and I need to know that you regret insulting me. That's one part of remorse. So just expressing, you know, I'm really sorry if if I could go back and not say that stupid comment, I really would. If I could go back and not hurt you that way, I really would. But another part of remorse is actually pain. People actually like to hear and want to know, and, and this has to be sincere, by the way, you can't just make it up they're going to catch you. They really, they want to know that you felt a little bit of pain too, or that you feel pain in having caused them pain. So I just feel so terrible for what I did to you and what I caused you. That's part of the remorse. Um, and again, if you just say, I feel so terrible that you got hurt from my words, that's not There's, There's no rewinding. There's no removing excuses. There's no remorse. You're removed from it. All right. You have to lean in and express, you know, I feel so bad that I hurt you that way. Okay. I feel so bad that I caused you that pain. So I regret it but I also, it causes me pain to see that I pained you. And that is something that melts people's heart and op- opens them up to be able to hear you and really believe that there is some remorse there. Number four, responsibility. This is so important. It's not, I'm sorry that my words hurt you. I'm sorry that my action was interpreted by you as offensive. It's, I'm sorry, that I hurt you. I'm sorry, that I caused you pain. I'm sorry that my words uh, were daggers to your heart. You got to take responsibility. Because if you don't take responsibility, then you're even more dangerous. Not only are you wielding a sword with your tongue that hurts people, but you also have no take no responsibility for it. So it can never it can never be fixed. So you got to take responsibility. Yes, I hurt you, and that's part of it. As I've rewound, rewound, and have looked at it objectively, and I remove all the excuses, and I'm not putting it on you, and I express the remorse that I'm sorry but I hurt you, and I feel and if feels bad that I hurt you and it feels terrible inside me that I hurt you. I take responsibility for what I did. And I recognize that I made a mistake. That's okay. Okay. Number five is repair. So honey, how can I make it up to you? Or coworker, you know, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I could do to fix this? What what do you need from me in order to feel more safe and feel better? Well, obviously they're gonna, if they're still angry at you, they might say, well don't you need to remove what you did and and make sure that that never happens, or I can't believe it ever happened. I understand that, but you know, you know, and I know that we can't erase the past. I wish that I could. How could I help this going forward? And ask for lean in, think about how to repair, and really listen to what the other person is saying. Because even if you said something that to you wouldn't be offensive, and to you, other people have said that, or maybe this person that you made this joke to has made similar jokes to you, and you feel like, hey, that's there's a double standard here. Bottom line is that I still feel bad that I hurt you. And I can lean in and understand that and really listen. How could I repair this and show the sincerity of of your request? Please tell me, how could I repair this? And the last thing is repeat. And repeat is two, two things. Number one is be willing to constantly apologize for making mistakes and be willing to approach the person and say, I know I apologized for this in the past, but I made the same mistake again or I made a similar mistake and I need to apologize. But more than that, it's also try your best to stay away from these things because one of the best repairs is to recognize, you know, hey, I'm going into that territory again where I could embarrass them or I'm about to say something and now I'm going to stop myself and show that I'm actually sincere about my apology. So the repeat is to be willing to engage multiple times, to apologize multiple times, right? I always say in relationships, people complain, well, I always get hurt. Well, anytime we're in close proximity of other people, we accidentally step on their feet or sometimes even worse, purposely step on their feet. So the closer you are to people, the more hurt there could be and the more misunderstandings and the more sadness and the more importance that you give to the relationship which means that you're both going to be more sensitive to each other so be willing to repeat the apology but also try your best to make sure that the incident does not repeat if it does it's okay you're human we all make mistakes and we make repeated mistakes Um, but try your best to make sure that if situations like that arise that you could nip them in the butt as best your ability so i wish you the best of luck maybe you're listening to this because you're part of the series and you enjoy thinking about different things and how to enhance your life, or maybe you're listening to it because you hurt someone and you're trying to prepare for an apology. Let me tell you from personal experience, it's not easy to apologize. Even if I could rattle off these six things, it doesn't mean that it's not easy. That doesn't mean that it comes easy for me. But when I sit down and I rewind and I think back to what happened and I remove the excuses and I express the remorse of I'm sorry, but I hurt you. And I feel pain that I caused you this hurt. And I take responsibility that my words hurt you. And I ask, how do I repair? And I make a commitment that I will try not to repeat it. But if I do, I will apologize. Very effective and amazing things happen in relationships. And amazing healing takes place in ways that Daniel Weil in his book, After the Honeymoon, says could never have even happened if not for the original stumbling. That when a couple does get hurt, have hurt between them, but they repair and they lean in towards each other, they become even stronger and closer. It is my fervent hope that using these skills, you and I will learn how to say the words that are so scary and so difficult. I am sorry for hurting you. That's my challenge to you. Best of luck. And please let me know what happens. I always love to hear from everybody. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.